12th, 2022 in Las Vegas. It's the MM&M Podcast with GoodRx. Good Hello and welcome to the MM&M Podcast. My name is Jack O'Brien. I am the digital editor at MM&M, coming to you from lovely Las Vegas at the Health Conference. My guest today is Divya Iyer from GoodRx. Divya, it's wonderful to have you on the show. Hi, Jack. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Earlier today, we had our panel about the health equity issue, and I thought it raised a bunch of interesting points, and we had talked about wanting to start our conversation here around the topic of drug affordability and the work that GoodRx is doing in that space. So I wanted to throw that over to you and allow you to give your thoughts on that. Yeah, thanks. Affordability is actually a key driver of equity. Because when you make things more affordable, underprivileged and underserved populations can can now get access to uh, the therapies, right? So I think GoodRx just inherently in the mission of the company tackles health equity. So let's let's take a step back and talk about affordability, right? Like the, the US is very different from other economically developed countries in that we have one of the highest per capita healthcare spends, right? Uh, I think it's uh, coming up on almost $1,400 or $1,500 per person. Prescription drug industry is close to $500 billion and is going to grow 4 to 5% next year. Costs are spiraling out of control, right? There's a lot of conversation, regulatory conversations, policy, you know, just um, other watchdogs and things like that. And GoodRx addresses this very, very important topic of affordability by bringing price transparency to consumers. So our core discount coupon business works across all FDA-approved drugs, right? And uh, it works particularly well for generic drugs where the cash price using a GoodRx coupon beats you know, insurance copay more than half of the time. And as a result of that, you know, more and more patients use GoodRx each year. Right now, we are at about 100 million users annually, right? So if you think about that in terms of number of lives, right, as, uh, you know, insurance companies think about it, that's a third of the U.S. population that's coming to GoodRx because they see the value and uh, the affordability options that GoodRx provides. So, yeah, I'm uh, super thrilled to be part of this extremely mission-driven organization that's addressing such a critical problem in our healthcare industry. You talk about something there in terms of the lives reached, and, you know, obviously GoodRx is a pretty well-known name in the healthcare industry. Obviously, since the pandemic happened, we've seen the consumerism argument be taken to a whole other level. I'm curious just how consumer and patient expectations have evolved in the marketplace from your perspective. Yeah, that's that's a great question because I think healthcare lags other industries in terms of consumerism and patient centricity, uh, which is paradoxical, right? Because this is all about the about the patient ultimately, and every you ask any pharma company or any healthcare company, they're in it for the patient, right? But the way that our system and value chain is constructed, it doesn't always end up being about the patient or like to the benefit of the patient. So what has happened in recent times is that with more digitization and with more high deductible health plans and consumers bearing more of the cost burden, they are more involved in their healthcare decision making and they're demanding the transparency and and, uh, consumer centricity that's available in all other aspects of their life in healthcare. So, you know, we we always talk about this quote unquote Amazon-like experience, right? We have that with uh, ordering groceries, ordering food, ordering, you know, anything else, right? 
why can we have that with prescription medications? And uh, it's a good question, but a very complex um, problem to solve. And I think, you know, GoodRx is a leader now in that consumer healthcare tech space because it plays such an important role in providing the consumer and enabling the consumer, empowering them with information to make healthcare decisions, both in terms of drug pricing information, but also uh, last year we launched GoodRx Health, which is uh, which has health content. Uh, and we've seen tremendous uptake of, of you know, that part of GoodRx. Last year, we had a COVID vaccine tracker with you know, information about COVID vaccines and so on. And uh, we saw more than 40 million people come to that COVID hub. Uh, right? So people are looking for information. They want to be more involved in their healthcare decision making. And uh, GoodRx helps them with that. I know the past couple points that we've talked about have mostly focused on consumers, but I was really curious about what GoodRx can do for the drug manufacturers, the pharma manufacturers out there. I'm glad you asked that because over the last uh, decade or so that GoodRx has been around, we've established this tremendous brand recognition and, and the strength of our brand, right, which is reflected in our net promoter score. It's 90, uh, which when I first found out what NPSs were, I was amazed, right, because most other tech companies, your Amazons, Netflix, and so on, their net promoter scores are in the 60s and 70s, and other healthcare service providers like Hubs and so on, their net promoter scores are in the 30s and 40s. So GoodRx has established this kind of brand trust with consumers. Um, um, but about three years ago, our team was formed, the team that I work on, which is the Pharma Manufacturer Solutions team. And we partner with pharma companies on the more expensive brand and specialty medications. You know, pharma invests billions of dollars in patient support and patient access and affordability programs. And only 3% of eligible patients actually end up using it, a small fraction of it. And most of the patients don't know that it exists, right? And then they don't know how to find it, how to navigate, how to enroll enrolled in copay support and things like that. And so we partner with pharma companies to connect them to patients, right, and, and drive uptake of pharma support programs. We create, you know, um, our own innovative access programs that we partner with pharma on. So in a nutshell, the core business of GoodRx is, is consumer-focused, focused on the discount coupon, but a small and growing, fast-growing part of GoodRx is our team, which is Pharma Manufacturer Solutions, partnering with pharma to improve access and adherence. I'm really kind of curious because I've, in a previous life, covered provider organizations mostly, and there was always the conversation about provider and patient relationships and how to facilitate those conversations. I'm curious where GoodRx fits into that equation, being able to facilitate those very important discussions. GoodRx is, like I said, a very well-known consumer brand, and and you know, at the end of the day, providers. Um, or just people, right? I was uh, at another conference recently where folks talked about this white coat, blue jeans approach, right? Like treating the provider as just another, you know, they have a life and a jaw and, and uh, beyond what they do um, at the clinic. And uh, so because of that kind of uh, the, the brand name of GoodRx, we found that a lot of providers on their own organically were coming to the platform because ultimately they're invested in the health outcomes of their patients and they want to find out you know, they're talking to their patient about a drug or they're about to write a drug and they want to find out if their patient can afford it or they want to have that affordability conversation with their patient. And so we we found right now we we I think about eight hundred and fifty thousand 
providers we've identified as who've come to GoodRx, right? That's more than 60% of the, the U.S. prescriber population. These are prescribers, right, when I say provider. So they're coming and using it mostly to look up affordability and so on. But then we said, we have all these providers that are coming to GoodRx, and now we're building a bespoke experience. We actually just announced it a couple of weeks ago, and it was very exciting for us. It was in the works for uh, several months, but we announced GoodRx for providers or provider mode. It's a bespoke experience on GoodRx, very similar to the traditional GoodRx experience, but with tools and features built specifically for providers. So for example, they can text or email a coupon or a copay card to their patients, and they love it. It all goes through this de-identified like GoodRx phone number. They're not sharing any of their you know personal contact information, but you know they're right there. They're looking on the drug page, and they can just send that coupon to their patient. We are also building a real-time benefit check feature in provider mode to enable more of those you know price transparency and cost conversations between the patients and the providers. Um, so yeah, those are just some of the tools that we're building. What we found was that providers are using GoodRx between the hours of 8 a.m. and 4 p.m., which means they're at the office, at the clinic, with their patient, right? So we view it as a point of prescribed solution, not just point of care, but point of prescribed. They're in there, we're talking to the patient about their condition and you know possible treatment options and so on, and they're pulling up GoodRx along with their EMR and maybe another uh, drug reference guide and so on. So yeah, so we're we're very excited about provider mode. We also announced a pharma partnership with Biogen for their MS drug, Vumerity, where providers can submit enrollment forms for their patients who are on that drug. Um, so I think we see a lot of potential with provider mode, and we look forward to helping more providers help their patients. I, I appreciate you kind of going through the different products and offerings that GoodRx has been, you know, rolling out there in the past few months and years. One of them that is piqued my interest is VitaCare, and I was curious just your thoughts on what, if you can give an expl- explanation to our audience, what VitaCare is and really what that offering does for the pharma community. GoodRx partners with pharma companies around three pillars. Uh, awareness, access, and adherence. And, you know, based on that 100 million number that I gave you, right, awareness is a pretty easy story. GoodRx can amplify pharma's marketing, basically. VitaCare, this is a company that we acquired in April of this year, really helps us take a huge leap forward in that access and adherence buckets. So VitaCare, think of it almost like a hub light solution, but it's also a pharmacy. So it's a non-commercial pharmacy. So it does cash dispenses. So if a doctor can prescribe the, the drug directly to VitaCare, VitaCare will then enroll the patient and run a benefit check and complete prior authorizations if needed and apply any affordability options, copay support and so on and then triage to one of their network pharmacies, right? So it's it simplifies the prescription journey significantly for patients, right? Especially when they have to deal with uh, a limited distribution network or a hub or especially pharmacy, like patients don't know how to navigate all of that. And so VitaCare simplifies that whole journey and the, the story is very simple. Hey doctor, just write the script of VitaCare. We will take care of all of the administrative burden that you and the patient have to go through 
and we will make sure that the patient gets their drug right they can go pick it up at any pharmacy of their choice or they can get it shipped to their home and it'll show up at their doorstep Vitacare was founded by a pharma company and so we know that it's been built to pharma's exacting standards and uh, yeah like I said we're excited uh, we bought that earlier this year and we're excited to scale it no, it sounds like it's got a lot of potential behind it. Divya, I've really enjoyed having you on the show, and I wanted to wrap up here with kind of a two-part question. One, in terms of how you see GoodRx differentiating itself against other competitors in the space, and really what the value of the GoodRx audience is to the medical marketers that are in our audience who represent some pharma and life sciences brands. I think the, the key differentiator within GoodRx, I'll distill it down to just one, right, is the fact that we have both consumers and providers at scale. I don't think there's any other platform in the U.S. that has both consumers and providers, right? So we have 100 million consumers. We have 850,000 providers who are coming to GoodRx, looking up drug information, looking up health content and so on, and who are highly engaged with the platform. And so, you know, I always say that that's our differentiator is that we've got that audience at scale. And um, that's very valuable to pharma and to their, their marketing agencies, right, who are looking to reach these audiences at scale. Well, again, Divi, I really appreciate you being on the show and being able to offer your insights. And hopefully sometime down the line, we're able to reconnect for an update on what, all the good work that's going on at GoodRx. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. It was great chatting with you. 